Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry, taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our question and answer series, Dr. Bloom was talking about the preservation of the scriptures. Let's continue with that today. Now, here's our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. My feet on his firm foundation for the Bible The Masoretic text, which is our uh, Hebrew Old Testament, and from which it was translated, has endured and is preserved as well. The New Testament, since about 100 A.D., and the Old Testament goes all the way back there to the Psalms. I mean, you're looking back about 3,000 years ago, and he said in Psalms 12, 6, and 7 there that he would preserve it from this generation forever. And that's an interesting thing to be read and understood. This generation is talking about the people then. Preserved means preserved. It's preserved forever, he said. So to say that we don't have the exact word of God, we don't have it for this generation preserved as it was originally written, then that is to call God an out-and-out liar. Because God said he would preserve it forever and ever. Now, some have gone to Psalms 119, verse 89, to say, well, it says that forever in heaven it is settled. And yes, it is settled in heaven. But you don't choose scripture say, well, I want to believe this one, but not that scripture. Yeah, the Lord has forever settled, but in the same book of Psalms, he said it was preserved forever from this generation. Now, there's not generations in heaven. The generations live on earth. So please understand that when you go into certain colleges, there are pastors, professors, who said, use only the King James 1611, but then they try to tell you that some words in it are better translated if you do this, do that, and then they go on to other translations. No, you just stick with it. It was translated in 1611 from the Texas Receptus for the New Testament that was used down through the ages from way back there after Revelation, and and they had those New Testament books. Remember those letters to Philippi and Titus and on down the line? Those were books that they made copies of and kept continue to keep copies of and duplicate them accurately because they didn't have copying machines. So there were men that would take them word for word and go through the whole thing, and they would check each other's work. They counted to the middle of the page, and they seen that one had the wrong word there that was supposed to be there. They started all over. And look, they didn't have copying machines. They didn't have typewriters. No, as they used that quill and they put those things in there, they had to start all over on, on a new parchment. So understand that is the way it was, but they did, and they work at it, the Waldessians particularly. The Masoretic text, oh, they worked hard on preserving it, making copies of it, 
And so down through the ages, it was copied over and over. In the Alexandria, Egypt, there were some libraries there, and they had some well-educated slaves. And they loved doing some of the translation work because they knew it kept them from working in the fields and doing the other things. But they didn't like some of the translations they were doing. They weren't Christians. And so some things got changed along the line. As Roman Catholicism grew, some of their folks, because some things in our Bible really disagreed. For example, just think, the Bible tells us that our Lord Jesus Christ is the only potentate. And he lives forevermore. He's still living. He's the only potentate. So for anyone else to call themselves a pope is to say, well, that's a lie. And I am a pope, not the Lord anymore. Well, the, the word pope or pope, potentate means absolute ruler. Jesus Christ is the absolute ruler of the universe. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But no preacher, no priest, no other man works their way in and says, well, now I am. Uh, they can say that, but that's blasphemy. That's filthy. That's sin. That's wrong. And, and those are folks that probably need to be saved. So we see that those are things that go on. But only the King James 1611 is that that is totally preserved for us today. And so don't let Satan try to deceive you. Satan will use Christians. I mean, other Christians. He will use other Christians, and sometimes those Christians, because they're not right with God, because they're not people who stay in the Word of God. They stay in religious ideas, the latest religious uh, philosophies and all that, but they're not really in the Word of God. And so... They do that. There's Christian colleges today, for example. In one Christian university, the question was asked, what version do you use here? And they said, well, in our classrooms, we only use the King James Version. Now, as I talked to different ones that went to college there, went to the university, they end up telling me, but they were always saying why there were all these mistakes in the King James, and, and so they might have used it in their classrooms, but they taught against the Textus Receptus and the, the Masoretic text and went with these new corrupted texts that even unsaved men were used to try to uh, put them in the different texts. You know, understand, what is not the Textus Receptus Masoretic text that was preserved? There's another text that all these new versions come from, and I want you to understand, they are called the critical texts. The critical text, for some reason or another, gets changed about every four or five years. No, they, through, they say through science, through good science, they were able to get the best down for the text. And yet, about every four or five years, well, we had to correct it because there's some problems here, some problems there. No, they correct the text and print a new text. Because it sells and it makes money. And so, no, the Lord preserved his text. Don't, don't underestimate him and he preserved it right and we've had it right. Just think of all those people from those Texas Receptus and the uh, Masoretic texts from really the first century on down uh, to this day were saved through the preached word there. Just think of all those that got saved. The Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 17 was preaching. They searched the scriptures 
said those things were so. You know what they're searching? Masoretic text. What was Paul preaching? The gospel of Christ, Jesus. He was taught teaching of the separation from the world and separated unto God. He preached Christ-likeness, not world-likeness. But then, in time, men and men, not God, men, begin to fear things in the King James because it goes against some of the things they've taught in their own classrooms. And so, young people who come into there, they're Fresh out of high school, some are in their early 20s and so forth. They come in. Their minds are not on the level of those PhDs that are teaching. And so they can be easily deceived, just like in a secular college that will say things against God and say things against anything of of God and Christ and so forth. You see, in today's world, we have them saying all kinds of things against Israel and and saying some good things about Hamas and things of that nature. Now, now, what is that all about? Well, we know that doesn't come from the Bible. But you see, a lot of times, these young people go to those colleges, don't have the mind to be able to talk with the professor who's teaching something different. And so when the professor, who is able and has a more knowledgeable mind of the things of this world and debate, he is able to deceive. And that's what the devil does. The devil deceives. The devil, because he is a deceiver, has been able to deceive men enough that there are many new translations and they keep coming out. And every time they say they have it now, right, and then... (laughs) <laughs> they come out and, and change that. But you see, the devil and his minions work at this. So it is essential and an accountability. I call it an accountability factor before God that the man of God never compromise holy doctrine nor standards even for family nor best friends. I'm told of one person who taught in a fundamental Christian college at one time, now goes around holding seminars of how to deliver your church from the King James Version. And I can understand why he would do that, because he doesn't like the standards, and he doesn't like holiness. And so, yes, they would do that. But you see, understand, don't compromise for best friends or for promotion. When one does that, First John chapter 2, verse 28 reveals that that person is going to be ashamed. If they're saved, they'll be ashamed at the appearing of Jesus Christ. The inner hurt that you'll have in your heart, the inner hurt that comes from family, friends, men of God, men of God you trusted, men of God you trusted so entirely in the faith, and they're losing a pastorate or members over staying true to the Word of God. That only is a trial of our faith. Always keep eternity stayed in your heart and mind, and always based 
on the doctrine of the faith of Jesus Christ and his holy preserved word. Now, two absolutes are here for all times. That is, one, love the brethren at all times, even if they have undermined you and turned on you. That is not just justifying their sin. That is not that. You're not justifying the wrong they do, nor do you compromise with the wrong. It's like your parents. Your parents spanked you and were grieved with the many things that you may have done at certain times as you grew up. And at times, you thought, oh, my parents are so disappointed. They're mad at me. But their love actually never stopped. Most importantly, study the Word of God. A study of holiness of God is necessary. Be aware of that. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the Word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, OCALA, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. CentralBaptistOcala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus.